episode 37 it's still december 2023 so for uh, the december season i'm going over memories of video games i got on christmas's past as a kid so um definitely a few games want to cover i'm definitely covering some heavy hitters uh, last week was super mario brothers 3 which i held off on doing for a little while but i love that game so much and uh, it felt like the right time to do it this one is going to be another heavy hitter with uh, Super Mario World 2 Yoshi's Island, but this is a game I actually had to grow into a little bit. Um, I, I got it, and of course I was excited, because, I mean, you know, brand new game, of course I'm going to be excited. But at the same time, um, I was hoping for Chrono Trigger. Did not get Chrono Trigger, because uh, I was more or less told that they couldn't find it anywhere. So we got Mario World 2 Yoshi's Island, which was like the big blockbuster game at the time, other than I think maybe uh, Donkey Kong Country 2, I think, was coming out as well. But uh, I did learn to enjoy this game really quick because it's another classic Mario game with some unique mechanics. So we're going to be talking about that game after the music cut. <laughs> Thank you. 
All right, and welcome back. Now, I do want to say before I get too deep into it, this game has some awesome music to it, and uh, it's got like a groove that I can't fully explain. And a lot of it is like the happy, friendly stuff like I used for the intro. There is some darker stuff like for the castles. But then what I'm going to close out the episode with, there is like some banging, like heavy metal-esque track that they use for the end. That's awesome. But, uh... You'll hear that at the end of the episode. So like I said in the intro, I got this game for Christmas. I'd asked for Chrono Trigger. Uh, I had gotten this one and one other one, which I might cover at a later date. Uh, I learned to like that one as well, but not nearly as much as this one. So this was the sequel to Super Mario World, which is like a huge game on the Super Nintendo. But it feels absolutely nothing like Super Mario World. Like, honestly, other than the fact that uh, both games are platformers and both games have Yoshi, they uh, they feel totally different. Like, a uh, great example is Yoshi's controls. Uh, he has a flutter jump, he has a ground pound, neither of which is in Mario World. Uh, you can shoot eggs, definitely not something you would have in Mario World. Um, <clears throat> that being said, it was really good. The controls were really fun. It just, it didn't feel like a Mario game. And it's not. It's a Yoshi's game. But uh, I'm guessing that they attached the Super Mario World 2 part to try to generate sales and whatnot, because you couldn't just call it Yoshi's Island and expect the sales that you would get if you had called it Mario World 2. That's what I'm assuming happened. That being said, though, it is an amazing game, and it's worthy of the moniker, even though it doesn't feel like Mario World 2 in any way, shape, or form. But a uh, storyline game is uh, Yoshi and Luigi are being brought by the stork to their parents, and uh, they get kidnapped by a Magikoopa, K-Mech. Uh, Mario falls to the ground, Luigi goes on to be captured. Uh, Mario falls on a Yoshi. I use the term a Yoshi because you play as multiple Yoshi dinosaurs in this game. Uh, like, all the colors of the rainbow is the best way I can put it. But uh, it, it is a blast uh, going through those levels and switching Yoshis. Because at the end of every level, you jump through this bonus ring. And depending on where the bonus ring lands and what pickups you got in the level, you could play a bonus game. But you see Mario kind of jump off one Yoshi and onto the back of another one for the next level, which is a really cool touch. Speaking of really cool touches, everything in this game has like a hand-drawn look to it for the graphics, which is uh, really impressive to see on the Super Nintendo. Uh, everything, like I said, feels like amateurishly hand-drawn, but amateurish in a good way, if that makes sense in the way. It, it does look like a child drawing a, a very artistically gifted child, but at the same time still a child drawing. But to see that style replicated in the Super Nintendo was so neat as a kid. But um, the game does have a lot to offer. Like, there's a huge variety of levels. Um, every level has uh, <clears throat> secret coins or red coins that you can get. And uh, there's also, like I said, the bonus ring. But the levels keep track of what you pick up. Uh, so you require, I think, 10 red coins and 
30 of the little stars with legs and arms, which is more or less your uh, counter if Mario gets knocked off of you by an enemy. A uh, timer starts counting down. If it hits zero, you lose a life because they come swoop in, grab Mario, and take him away. And that's where you hear the infamous Mario cry, which everyone hates and is so annoying. But I'll tell you what, it sounds good on the Super Nintendo. Yeah, it's annoying, but it's meant to be annoying. It's like, hey, come get me, or I'm going to, you know, more or less get kidnapped here. And uh, like I said, the sound quality for that Mario cry is really well done. Super annoying, but again, it's supposed to be, right? <laughs> so, um... Like I said, I did run through this game. It took me a while to beat, and I never 100%ed it, because 100% requires you to find all the hidden collectibles in every level. Um, if you do that, for each world, I think there's a bonus level. I want to say like one or two bonus levels per world if you 100% every uh, level in a world. But... uh it's fun, don't get me wrong, but the challenge would be off the scale if I were tried 100% it. Uh, a lot of people can and have more power to them. I couldn't do it. But uh, as a kid, really enjoyed this game quite a lot. I enjoyed it enough to where whenever the Game Boy Advance came out and uh, this got a port on it, I grabbed it. I can't remember which one it was. There was like four Mario games that got ported to the Game Boy Advance, but uh, Yoshi's Island was one of them. And again, got in that, had a blast. Uh, really, really enjoyed it. Outside of that, most of where I played this was through emulation after a while. I did get another copy of it when I started collecting retro games, but I, it was just a convenience factor more than anything else to load up on an emulator. Uh, that being said, I enjoyed this game a lot as a kid, but I definitely grew into it. Because like I said, I'd rented Chrono Trigger so much, I was really wanting Chrono Trigger. I got Yoshi's Island in another game instead, and uh, again, that was fine. You know, they tried looking for it, and they couldn't find Chrono Trigger, and that's okay. I totally get it. You know, I wanted, you know, this role-playing game, which wasn't really, like, role-playing as a genre in my area wasn't real popular. Whereas everyone would play something like, you know, Yoshi's Island, including me, because again, it's a Mario game. It's fun. But that will be it for my memories of Super Mario World 2, Yoshi's Island. Uh, if for some reason you've missed out on it, I go back and play it. It's definitely not as big a name as the original Mario World, but it is a blast. It is such a well-made game. And it's uh, really a shame if you haven't played it yet. Go try it. Like, there's so many unique mechanics in it that I didn't even touch upon. But uh, I'm going to leave that for you to discover. Until next time, thank you for listening to Afterglow. I hope you enjoy the headbanging outro. And I'll see you on the next episode.